Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul Podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Welcome back to Refreshing the Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams, and I want to thank you for joining me in another episode. If this is your first time, thank you for tuning in. I'm not sure what caught your attention or what pulled you here, but I believe God is behind every every divine work. Anytime we're looking for answers or something to soothe our soul or something to give us rest or peace in the area, and we're seeking God for it, I believe He will lead us to the right places. And I believe you're going to receive something here. You know, each month we talk about a topic that God lays on my heart that we may deal with in our soul, that become weights in our soul, and they're heavy, and we need God's rest there. And throughout the month, I go over what God is saying to me in scripture, how I'm doing with it, what God has given me on how to find rest and find refreshing in Him in that area. We've talked about wounds. We've talked about control, (laughs) releasing our hands so we can give Him control. We've talked about inadequacy. We've talked about anxiousness, anxiety. We've also talked about depression. And this month, we, we're talking about offense. We're talking about refreshing the offended soul. And if you're human and you have a soul, you have been offended. There's not one person on here listening right now who has not felt insulted in some shape or form. We have been offended. We all have. And even Jesus said, he says, you know, there's no escaping offense. It's going to come. But woe to the one who brings on the offense. Woe to the one who is doing the insulting. And I really want to talk to the person that's on the other end of it. Maybe you have grown up in an environment or a childhood where you were constantly bullied or insulted and you can't, those words, they're still in you. You still feel shaped by them. You feel like you're running away from them, trying to prove that you're not what people have have said you are. That first episode this month, I talked about repeated offense. And that's where I started getting into it because a lot of things have already been said to us that is still in our soul. It's still there. And I know for me, it just would annoy me that I am still thinking or words are coming up from something that someone said years ago. And I had to ask God, like, I want to get rid of this. I don't want to, I don't want this to be something that keeps coming up in my soul, that keeps showing up, you know, but God had to show me, listen, thoughts are going to come. Thoughts are going to come. And we, we have to find one, the root to make sure there's nothing in us that 
formed or shaped our identity to believe that that is true about us. We have to make sure that we are not in a place where we are allowing what was said to us to continue to repeat in our soul, to continue to keep showing up in our soul so that we got talked about repeated offense, how it keeps repeating itself. And the next week we talked about root, the root of offense and finding why we are offended Who do we believe we really are? Because if we are offended, just remember that definition of being offended is this resentful or annoyed feeling, typically as a result of a perceived insult. So there's something in you that is perceiving what someone is saying as hurtful to your soul. And there are things we really do have to ask ourselves why Why does this hurt me? Why do I care so much? Why is this penetrating my soul in this type of way? Do I really believe this about myself? I believe when we come to an honest place, and that's one of the stages to receiving refreshing, receiving rest for your soul, I believe is you got to be honest with yourself. You have to come to an honest place that you're offended, you feel insulted, you believe Either there is some truth behind what is being said, or you are you have been doing everything you can to not believe what someone has said to you. And when someone says some says it to you, it's like it's penetrating a tender place in your soul that you have been trying to stay away from that you don't want to believe about yourself. And so in the root of the of offense, I really, you know, I was transparent about my own things that I find that I can easily be offended by. And it it always comes back to like my motherhood, being a mother, being a good mother. And God helped me find the root of it, the environment that I grew up in, what fostered this idea that I wasn't a good mother. And so I say head over and check out those other two episodes. But this episode, we need to talk about how to arrest offense. How do we arrest it? How do we arrest offense? So first I want to just make sure too, we understand, we talked about what offended is, but it comes from this root word in Latin called offensa, offensa, which is an offense, an injury, a crime, a striking against, or an action of attacking. So when we feel attacked, when we feel injured into our soul, like a crime was made against us. Someone striked against us. So it's that feeling attack, right? And so when I when I think about arresting something, arresting offense, I'm capturing it. I'm taking it hostage. I think about police officers, right? And the only way that a police officer can arrest you is because he has the authority to arrest us, right? So we cannot arrest something that we do not have the authority to do. Now, you can be a police officer. You say you went through the course, the class, all of that, right? You got the badge and everything, but your mindset is still, I'm seeing this person run this red light. But I'm not, I'm still not sure if I can go and arrest them. But you have the badge, 
you've been hired, you've gone through the courses, the classes, whatever you have to do, police school, academy, whatever you have to do to become a police, you've gone through, you've gone through this, you have the authority, you have the badge, but you have not, you have not accepted or received that you have authority to arrest someone or someone that's committing a crime. That's how a lot of believers right now, how we are when we are offended, we forget that we have authority to arrest offense. We wallow in it. We accept it. We receive it. We allow offense to arrest us. But I want to remind you today, how do you arrest offense? By remembering you have authority. You have authority over offense. One of the scripture I want to read is from Luke 10 and 19. Luke 10 and 19 says, look, I have given you, this is Jesus talking, it's in red, okay? So Jesus is saying this, look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy and you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. See, when we forget that we have authority Everything is is going to feel like an injury to us. Everything that people say, like we are going to, we're going to accept it and believe that this is, this just has us. I have to figure out a way how to deal with it by gossiping about it, by going and eating, binging out on comfort food about it. And listen, (laughs) I'm, I'm not knocking any of that, but it doesn't solve anything. It doesn't get us to a place of rest in our soul. If we are not coming to an honest place that we feel hurt by something and we don't tap into the fact that we have authority over how we feel. One of the fruit of the Holy Spirit is self-control, meaning I can control self. The Holy Spirit gives me power to control even the emotions that I feel. And a lot of times we forget or we don't realize or know that we have the authority to say, you know what? I'm hurt by this. I feel this in my soul, but I will not allow it to run rapid in my soul. I will not allow the words that I hear to take me hostage, to define me, to move me from a place of where I don't know myself. No, I choose to stand in who I know God has called me to be. Now, if you don't already have that built in you, if you have not already accepted and chosen to believe who God has said about you, then it's going to be hard to arrest something. You know, offense is going to seem bigger than what you've probably have been taking in and God's word is going to feel too much or too big. But if we're spending time with God, If we're spending time in his word and believing his word and confessing his word and practicing what he's saying, then when offense comes, we can make the decision to say, you know what, I feel this, but I'm not going to let it define me. This is what God's word said about me. See, I'm just regurgitating. I'm just pulling back up what God has already spoken over me. So arresting offense it really calls for us to have God's word embedded in our hearts. 
when we have God's word in our hearts, remember that word is a sword. It's the thing that we can fight with. It's, it's the handcuffs that we can use to arrest the things that are not like God, the lies of the enemy. <laughs> the word of God is handcuffs to the lies of the enemy. That's how we can arrest offense. And Luke 10 and 19 says that Jesus has given us authority. So one, you have the authority. I want to tell you right now, I don't care what someone has said to you, what you've been repeating in your soul about yourself, you have the authority right now to stop it, to say, no, I'm not going to believe this. My body may believe it. My soul may be trained and used to believing this probably for so many years, but I choose today to stop it. I choose today to arrest this emotion, to arrest this thought and not allow it to take hostage of my life, to not take hostage of my mind any longer. The offense, you have to stop. This word, whatever was said to me, no, no more. You have the authority to say that. And it's a choice. I just hear that right now. You have to make the choice. Some things we want to just sit in because we're so used to it. And it's this woe is me. No, do you want rest? Do you want to be whole? Do you want peace in your soul? Well, it's not going to come from us sulking. It's not going to come from us complaining. It's not going to come from us gossiping about it, talking about it with other people. It's going to come from pulling up that word and arresting it and said, this is what I choose to believe. You know, the other day I was at an event and I'm just telling on myself, <laughs> I was kind of, I would say hosting the event and I kind of, I talked a little too long <laughs> and someone had to like, to say, okay, you know, pretty much been like, I had to hurry it along and get it done. And, you know, in that moment, yes, I felt offended because, you know, I was being corrected. I was being, you know, just say, Hey, you got to get this done. You got to move on to the next thing. Right. And it was like publicly, and, and I know it wasn't made to shame me or any of that, but I, I just felt the, I felt the offense. I felt the insult. And after I was done, I went to my seat. I began to go to battle. I was like, oh no, <laughs> no, you're not going to feel this way. I know who I am. God, you have graced me to do, to host, to be in this position, to do what you called me to do. I am who you said I am. I will not allow someone correcting me to define me. I will use this as a lesson of, hey, when I'm told to do something, just do that. Like I had to talk to myself. Not And not every correction is a bad thing. We had to turn some of those things around to be like, okay, what can I, what can I learn from this? Accept it as, as a lesson. No, I need to do better at this. We can go to a place of, oh, she shouldn't have said that. Oh, that wasn't right. And no, let's be honest. Could I have been following the Holy Spirit? Could I have said something shorter? Could I have gone up there to say what I was supposed to say and sit down? Yes. Yes. Sometimes it's hard and it, and it hurts for us to see something about ourselves we don't want to see. But the more that we're honest with ourselves, the more we begin to combat offense from a different place than a victim mentality, but from an authoritative mentality, it's not going to hurt and feel as painful as it normally would. And you're going to begin to come to a whole place about yourself. God wants your soul at rest in the place of offense. Offense is heavy. 
offense will cause you not to get the lesson, not to hear the correction that you really should hear for your soul. Offense, it really does dull your hearing. You can't even hear the heart of a matter, the heart of a person, because some things we are going to be told to make us better, to improve us, to help shape us. But because it may come with some truth that we don't want to accept or see about ourselves, we can block what God may be saying through someone for us. We cannot hear and receive because we are hurt. We are hurt over what's being said. And, you know, and I don't have the scripture with me, but there is a scripture that talks about how God corrects us because he loves us. And though it may hurt for a moment, like it's good for you, though. In the end, you're going to find yourself with more peace. You're going to find yourself strengthened. You're going to find yourself a better person. So I would say we also, we have to learn how to arrest offense because it's going to hinder our development if we don't. There are things that we're not going to receive that we need to receive, that we need to hear so that we can be better. It doesn't mean that we are a bad person because you're corrected. It doesn't mean that you are, you, there's no hope for you, that you'll always be like that. No, God made you in his image. And when he made you, he said that he saw good. And it was good. That's what he said. Every single day he made something, he said, and it was good. You you are good. In his eyes and how he sees you, you are good. So even in a place of where you've been corrected and you feel like you've done something bad, you talk to yourself and, know, and say, no, God made me in his image and he sees me as good. So I would not allow this to define me, but instead I will allow this to propel me to be even better, to hear God better to develop more in this area of wherever I'm being corrected. When we start to take authority over it, there is a strength about you. There is a maturity. You're you're growing now in a place that used to keep you crippled, keep you in a place of immaturity. And I believe God wants us to grow up. He wants us to grow up and say, you got to learn how to start taking some things and realize you can walk on top of these scorpions. You can walk on top of this. You don't have to be trampled upon by other people's words. You don't have to be trampled upon about by other people's insults. But you can you can change your perspective. You have the authority to change to capture those thoughts. Let me read for you 2 Corinthians 10 4 through 5. 2 Corinthians 10 Four says, we use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. Verse five, we destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. So we use God's mighty weapons. We don't use gossip. We don't use revenge. We don't use hiding, being quiet. No, we have to use his weapons, right? To knock down the strongholds of human reasoning, to destroy false arguments. So to pull down any strongholds, an offense can be a stronghold. It can be a place that we decide to live in. 
where we are easily offended, we got to use his weapon. And what is his weapon? The word of God. God, what do you have to say about this? Let's let's go to God. When we are hurt, God, what do you have to say about this? What do you have to say? Who do you have to say about me in this area? Whatever that word is, whatever he tells you, whatever you read, that is what you use as a weapon to pull down a fence, to get out of a fence, to arrest a fence. I was sitting there talking that, that day, that event, after being corrected up there as I'm talking, And as I sat down, I had to sit there and talk to myself and remind myself, no, God defines me. God defines me. I'm not knocking or saying anything against what was said to me, but I had to arrest the place of offense that was trying to say what I was not and who I was not. I was like, no, no, no. I'm made in God and I'm made in God's image and I'm good. And I, he says, I'm good. And I was graced for this. It's not by my strength, Lord, it's by yours. I was, let me tell you, I was using as much scripture as I can. I had to fight against offense. I I did not want to allow it to become something that ran rapid in my soul. I had to capture the thought. And see, the thing is, we're, we're not capturing it at the thought. When we are offended, remember, it's a perceived insult. It's coming through my perception. So when I feel, even when I feel the hurt, there's a thought that's attached to it. I thought something. I'm thinking something about myself. That is why it's hurt. That's why my soul is hurt. So whatever that thought is, I'm like, no, 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 no. I feel this, but this is the way I choose to think. I'm I'm capturing the thought. I'm arresting the thought and saying, no, I will not believe that I'm not qualified for this. No, I choose to believe that God has graced me to do this. Whatever it is, whether it's being a good mother, being the father, I don't know if it's, you know, it could be men listening to this, (laughs) but whatever it is that you are feeling offended by, we got to go back to the identity because there's something that you are believing about yourself and you have to choose to say, no, I'm going to believe what this word says about me. I'm going to believe what God says about me. And so that's how we arrest offense by knowing that we have the authority by using God's word as the handcuffs to arrest the the lies of the enemy, but also by taking authority in a way of using it as a lesson. Is there truth in this? Is there something that I do need to see about myself that I'm afraid to see that I need to develop in? Learning how to arrest offense by understanding that even if there's some pain associated with it, if it's from God's love, if it's from God's correction, it will give me peace later. It will bring about a wholeness to my soul. And that's what he wants. The last thing that I want to say, I was reminded of this from a conference that I recently attended called Anchor Soul Table Talk Conference with Pastor Angela. She had said, Intimacy with Jesus is the cure for everything. I want to end there. Intimacy with Jesus is the cure for everything. If you're hurting right now, if there are some things that's been said about you, whether it's in the past or whether it was yesterday, I want to encourage you to get intimate with Jesus. Put on a worship song, love on him, talk to him, pull out a journal 
and write a prayer letter to him. Tell him how you feel. Ask him, what do you have to say about this? Get in his word. Find a devotion on identity. Find a devotion on offense. I actually have a devotion on you version. It's a five-day devotion called Rest for the Soul from my 30-day devotional book. I mean, find time to spend time with him. Take a walk and talk to him. These are things that I do to be intimate and to develop my relationship with him. And in that time when I am intimate with him, it softens the place that may have have tried to become hardened by words or insults or offenses of others. Jesus gives me a new perspective. And in that, I have strength. In that, I find encouragement. In that, I see the love that he has for me so that I can be more confident in who I am. Be intimate with him. Be intimate with Jesus. Spend time with him. And it truly is a cure for everything. It's the cure even for offense, even for arresting offense. All right, so let's end with our confessions for the soul. Confessions for the offended soul. At the end of every podcast, I like to do a confessions. And it's normally off of the scripture that we've read this week. So just take a moment, open your heart, choose to believe these words with your heart. I believe the things that we confess, the things that we practice to speak and to believe, especially if it's God's word, I truly believe when we confess his word and we practice his word and we believe his word, it's going to become, it'll become true in your life. It's going to become, it's going to come alive in your life and you truly will be able to walk in it and not feel the same things that you felt when someone said this. Whatever that place is, you're going to start feeling like, hmm, normally there I would feel insulted. I would feel hurt, but I don't feel. All right, everyone, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional rest for the soul by yours truly. Um, You want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.